Hello and welcome to the Eating 1871 podcast with me, Jeremy Inson. I'm talking to the people involved and bringing you all the news from Eating Trailfinders Amateur Men's Section. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the third of three opening episodes for the Ealing 1871 pod. You've heard from Captain Liam and Coach Percy. If you haven't listened to them yet, go back and listen to them first because this is a man who's wrapping it all up for us. A man who's been at the club a long time with many, many hats. But today he wears the hat of Ealing 1871 chair, Mr. Steve Week. Steve, can you just... uh, just tell us a little bit about what being chair of the club entails. Well, first of all, morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, I think it varies from club to club what, what a chairman actually is, depending on how big the club. But typically, when you set up a new rugby club, you need a chairman, a treasurer and a secretary. So, I, as you said, I've been at the club for a long time. I, I, I knew a lot of people at the club, so... In a way, I was sort of the obvious choice, and like like most people at community clubs, if not indeed all, we're all volunteers. So uh, there wasn't too much to think about. It was an exciting prospect, and like I said, I know a lot of people at the club. So um, typically, things I do that people don't know about. Um, each rugby club will be um, allocated to a region, and we're Northwest Middlesex, so I attend all the meetings with other North. West Middlesex clubs which enables me to get to know other chairman secretary um, I do all the player registration for match days um, bit of Alaka doing on match days making sure the referee um, the other Alaka do from other clubs and generally everyone's happy and whatever else people need to do I guess I just dip in like most other volunteers so uh, Ealing 1871 what makes up their club what teams have you got uh, what sort of players do we attract um, first of all, it's just to reiterate, uh, Ealing Trailfighters is a 100% amateur club. Uh, it was set up in 2019. Uh, players basically wanted league rugby. And for those who are not aware of it, a rugby club ha- needs a licence to operate in the RFU leagues. And where we play, you've got Ealing Trailfighters, the pros, they have their own licence or they used our licence. So we had to set up a new rugby club to enable us to operate in the RFU leagues. Um, so what we have is, um, it's over 18 men's, is Ealing Trial Finals 1871. We have a first team, which uh, after the RFU league reorganisations, we're now going to play at level eight. Um, we have a second team, which plays in the Middlesex Merit Tables. I believe it's Merit Table 2, possibly, or 1. And then we've got uh, the Exiles, which stroke uh, third team. Again, they play in the Merit Tables. I believe it's Merit Table 4. And then we have a Vets team which play in the the Middlesex Vets League. So typically we've got four, four, four adult teams. And how many players go through the club in a typical season? Obviously last season wasn't a typical season. There were interruptions here and there. But uh, on the, what's the club aiming for in terms of, of playing numbers? Um, it's a really, really interesting question because Ealing itself has, is, a, is typically quite a big club because of the nature of... The pros, it's it's a well-known name for Rugby Club Ealing um, and it tracks a lot of people. So we have over 100 adult player members, but the challenge any club has faced over the last few years, especially with COVID, is declining playing numbers. 
Um, I wouldn't say the number of people we have at the club has declined in any way, shape or form, but it's the amount of commitment the guys will typically give to a season. And that's the challenge where we have stats on this. We have, on average, players playing five games a season where typically we want that to double going forward. So, as I said, each club is different, but we have a, a lot of people who, who who are part of the club. It's getting the commitment levels up for the for next season is, is the key challenge. Of course, you've uh, you touched on it just now. Um, the name Ealing Trailfinders, Ealing 8071, are part of that umbrella, uh, most well-known as the, the team that just won the Championship and the Championship Cup, Ealing Trailfinders, hoping to go up to the Premiership. Um, what's the difference? How does Ealing 1871 fit in... Uh, within the whole of, of Ealing Trailfinders? Well, people need to know uh, that Trailfinders is actually a sports facility, so it, it has multiple sports from cricket to, um, I believe, Gaelic football trains there. Uh, the cricket, there's tennis, all sorts. There's a lot of schools are involved. So um, Trailfinders has a professional rugby team, Ealing Trailfinders, and they, they are 100% professional. Uh, they're elite athletes. They operate in the second tier of the rugby, and they're, in, in fact, their own company. Um so what we needed to do was to offer rugby to everyone. We created a 100% amateur club, Ealing Trailfinders 8071, where it's men's over 18. And um, we typically look to never pay a player. We will only be amateur. And that's the main difference. We were in effect a separate rugby club, but we play at the same and use the same facilities. Uh, and what's the ethos of the club? Um, typically from my perspective I generally think we're a friendly club um, I think that's the main thing I, I, I'd say to anyone coming to the club because people who walk through the door they're typically blown away by the facilities and once they've seen uh, for instance we're doing some pre-season stuff at the moment we're using the pro gym and uh, you, you suddenly realise we, we have access to all the facilities a professional rugby club has and that's that that in a way people sort of take a step back and go wow but no matter how good the facilities are you still need to be a friendly club and that's what I would say there's been a number of uh, young guys coming to the club and speaking to them I'd like to think they all think it's a friendly and welcoming club and, and we, we just want everyone to be happy you're listening to the Ealing 1871 podcast Bleed Green Covid aside what are the uh, the challenges that the club face on a, on a day-to-day basis, on a, on a, on a annual basis? Um, like I said, like all clubs, we suffer from all the challenges every other club faces, budgeting. But the key thing, which I would say is probably generic across most, if not all, community clubs, is commitment for, the, for this season. Because um, the facilities are there, 365. The volunteer coaches and team managers are typically there, 365. Um, so we need the players to, like I said, commit to coming to training more, uh, commit to playing more games per season. That's really the the key focus uh, we have for this year. There are other bits and pieces around running the rugby club, but as a player, that's the key thing we're looking to to improve this year. Now, of course, we can't ignore COVID, unfortunately. Thankfully, it seems to be on its way out to some degree. Uh, what type of things do you have in place um, to to get through it uh, and and how did it hit the club? Um, I suppose purely from a, an Ealing perspective, because we operated uh, the same facility the pros did, the pro rugby didn't in fact take a hit. So you had 
the pros still operate in a reduced championship schedule. So they had very strict COVID protocols at the club. So um, what we did was, uh, there's a guy called Paul Clark, who's the chairman of uh, another sector. And so he he pretty much wrote the protocols. I helped him a bit and reviewed them and then forced them. So um, like I said, initially we did temperature checks, registration, distancing, sanitising, changing rooms were closed. So a combination of what government protocols were in place and what RFU protocols were put in place, we had to sort of work with those to ensure it was the safest possible environment um, for the young guys during COVID. And, and what I would say, we had we had a lot of numbers uh, down at Ealing because we're lucky we got a lot of space. Uh, we also had some um, the ready for rugby games during COVID uh, where we had different teams coming along. So... Um, I'd like to think we were very, very serious around COVID because at the time, nobody really knew uh, what was going to happen with it. And to me, that demonstrates you care about the, your players if you if you do the right thing. And to be honest, the guys were great. They pretty much got on. We made it as simple, simple as possible. And uh, uh, hope, hopefully we're at the back of that now. And um, it enabled us to keep a lot of the rugby players together, give them something to do. Um, so we, um, like I said, uh, we took it very seriously, and I think it was a positive outcome at the end of the day. Now the uh, latest season, twenty one twenty two, is in the rearview mirror. We've been on tour, or you've been on tour. There's had the club dinner, and now not too far away, as we hurtle through June towards July, it's, uh, we're coming to the twenty two twenty three season. And um, what can we look forward to as that comes? Um, like I said. Um, we're fortunate we have access to the pro facilities. So for the last five or six weeks, we've had um, 20, 25, 30 guys actually coming and doing gym work. Because um, what we found in the in the previous season, and that was during COVID, a lot, a lot of the guys weren't doing as much exercise because they weren't physically able to. So um, we noticed we were picking up uh, quite a few injuries, uh, hamstrings, muscles, etc., contact injuries. So um, we've offered the guys the opportunity to um, bulk up a little bit. Um, and work with our physios to try and uh, reduce the number of injuries these young lads get by just being f- fit enough to play to play rugby. Um, the big challenge pre-season actually starts um, first week in July formally. Um, I'd like to see 60, 70 players turn up. Uh, we, we have a lot of students who come back during the summer, but the proof in the pudding will be all those young men who've got out of their system the holidays the stag do's they couldn't go on in covid and they're looking to get fit um pre-season and hopefully have a good season so um you need to speak to me in a couple of weeks time seeing how the first couple of sessions go but i, I i'm expecting good numbers and finally i'm a young player i'm in london or maybe even west london specifically uh, i'm looking around for a rugby club uh why should i join Ealing 1871 um like i said um if you're interested in amateur rugby and not being paid and you want world-class facilities, uh, it's in West London. It's pretty good transport routes. It's generally a really friendly club. Um, and there, we have some very, very good players who've come back to the club since we've been in the leagues who typically can operate at a different level, like level, I know, five, six, seven. So it's a very good standard. Um, great great coaching setup um i would say a friendly set of alicadoos and, and we endeavor to look after you so give it a crack 
Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all the usual social channels. And remember, bleed green. Bleed green.